0: I just want you to open your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 If iron be blunt and he do not wet the wedge then must be put to more strength but wisdom is profitable to direct. I said uh, last week uh, that uh, month of July, God wants us to be uh, I wants us to access the wisdom of God This morning Uh, This evening I want to speak to you on Wisdom that is profitable The profitable wisdom of God Bible says Wisdom is profitable If you walk in the wisdom of God Your life will become profitable Hallelujah This evening I want to speak to you about A wisdom That will make your life profitable That 10 years from now 20 years from now You will not look into your life And you will feel Bad about your life, or frustrated about your life, you feel good about it. You feel that God was a complete charge over your life. It is God who directed your steps. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord that you will know that your life was not a waste. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. This word is to make sure that the rest of your life, whichever age you are in, will not uh, be uh, 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 will not become waste. Hallelujah. That you will have uh, 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 the grace and the wisdom to walk uh, a profitable life. Hallelujah. There needs to be a walk in our lives. In in the book of uh, James chapter 3, verses 13 to 15, or 14 and 16 to 18, it says, Who is a wise man and endured with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation his works with meekness and wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Where there is envying and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. But what the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. Of them that make peace So there are two kinds of wisdom The Bible says One is profitable Which is pure First the Bible says Which is pure And one is just not profitable It's It has every evil work and confusion Has a part of it Tonight I pray That we'll access God will release us the grace To have the wisdom that is from above The wisdom that is Pure Peaceable, gentle, to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Hallelujah. How many of you want that kind of wisdom? Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I want that kind of wisdom. Any time that we speak about the wisdom of God, you have to keep asking it. James chapter one five says, "If anybody thinks he lacks in wisdom, let him ask of God; he will give you liberally." Proverbs chapter four verse six and seven says, "Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principle. Wisdom is is needs to be asked." Bible says in. The uh, uh, I, I think it's the 8th chapter of Proverbs. The Bible says, Wisdom determines the right way. It is, it is where the paths meet. When you don't know whether to take the right or to the left, wisdom will show you exactly where to take it. Wisdom, which is profitable, is the wisdom that will direct your life. Oh, hallelujah. That's what we learn. But the wisdom is profitable to what? To direct to show you the right path how many of you know our life hallelujah has been produced and it has been uh, not under production it's already produced it's everything is done it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a good script bible says everything good comes from the father all that we need on this earth is direction to walk in that script which has already been written. That's what wisdom is all about. It will direct into that story from beginning to end. In the direction, in the steps where God has ordained. This evening I pray that you will have that steps. Your paths will be with butter. Hallelujah. You will walk in that anointing and in that grace. In the pre-planned, pre-ordained. Hallelujah. Script that is already written about your life. That's why my sheep shall hear my voice. Why? Because the devil is speaking to our mind about giving wrong advices, wrong voices. Why? Why? He wants to change our script. The enemy is the stealer, the killer, and the destroyer of our script. He wants to change our script. But tonight, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, let us be determined that we are not going to, hallelujah, be deceived, hallelujah, by the craftiness of the enemy. That we are going to walk in the script, but God has planned over our life. time that we change the script, is when we are deceived. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, I think, Paul is praying that I fear just as Eve was deceived by the craftiness of the devil that you shall be deceived. Why? Eve read the wrong script. She walked into the wrong script. Adam listened to the voice and uh, entered into the wrong script and sin entered through one man. But how many of you are happy 2000 years ago? Hallelujah. God has put us back into the script because Jesus came on earth, died for us 2,000 years ago. He died and a bloody death that every sin was forgiven. Every wrong thing was moved that we can access into this grace in which we stand and we can walk with the wisdom into the script which God has planned for us. Wisdom to direct And it is pure. Peaceable. The wisdom of God in simple will fight what is not in God's plan. Hallelujah. There is a fight happening. Between God's wisdom and the devil's wisdom. Between God's way and the devil's way. In God's... Uh, Script and the devil's script. Wisdom. What will it do? The wisdom of God will fight what which is in the enemies. Wisdom will direct. Soon after the scripture in the fourth chapter, uh, verse 1 of James, if somebody read for me. James chapter 4 and verse 1.
1: Where do wars and fights come from among Mm. you? Mm. Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? Mm. That war in your members? Yes. You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive. Because you ask amiss. That you may spend it out on your pleasures. Mm. Adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God.
0: Amen, that's enough. There are two types of life mentioned here. One is a superior life. And one is an inferior life. What is the inferior life spoken about? Number one, sometimes you don't ask and you keep complaining. The Lord is saying, you're keeping on complaining. Your complaint is like an ongoing... uh, The olden days, videotape, you know. Keeps going it. Nobody's... You're not pausing it. Just keep running. Never ending. Why? Because you don't ask. You just have to ask. Then it says, Okay, now you know you ask. But you're asking for the wrong reasons. And that's the reason why I'm not giving you. And because of the wrong motive, the wrong reasons... You are getting frustrated. Because you are asking outside of the plan of God. You are asking for your own desires. You want to live an inferior life with God's best. God always gives his best to live a superior life. Oh, hallelujah. Example. David, when he asked for Bathsheba, it was for his own desire God would have eventually given Bathsheba because Jesus Christ came through her. So she was in the plan of God. God would have made a way for David. We don't know how. But God would have made a way for David to marry Bathsheba. But he asked. He coveted. For his own desires and to get it. There was members in his body. He was fighting it. Fighting the plan of God. He got what he wanted. But he lost many things. When you try to grab and take things, even what God wants you to, through fights, through the foolishness, and not through the wisdom of God, hallelujah, there are losses in your camp. There are peacelessness in your camp. Every sort of evil work, there were murder, there were adultery, hallelujah, there were descendants that were born that carried his evil spirits in a different level, there were confusion. So David came out of it, his generation, some of them fell into it. Solomon, Solomon's son, Rehoboam. Hallelujah. Why? Because he wanted something of God to his own desires. But what is a superior life? The so superior life is a life. That you ask the right thing with the right motive. Unlike inferior life, you ask with the right thing with the wrong motive. That's superior wisdom. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, when you ask of it, He will give it. Because He knows you're not a friend of the world. He knows you are His friend. You know you're not going to, hallelujah, take something of the Lord and walk away. You know, I... I was so con—I mean, I would say confused—but I've read, read this scripture, James chapter four, all all my life. I'm saying, even as a kid. Now I understand why God uses such powerful words when you read them. See, verses are given for our uh, learning. I'm saying, when you re- understand James, what he's trying to say is. Why is so upset? Because you are trying to take something of God and use it for the world. Act like the world. Love the world. So it's a friendship with the world, with my anointing. You're going to take my anointing, my grace, my wisdom, and go your own way? No. You are two loyalties. Your heart is not right. Tonight let us be single loyal. Let us be having a single loyalty. Hallelujah. Let the spirit of loyalty come upon your life tonight in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We cannot be in two boards, two camps. Although all the churches are good, you cannot be standing like in two churches, two vision. You have to decide on which vision, which grace I want the church, I want the worldly friends. I want I, I I want to worship, I have to gossip. James 3 starts with you cannot have salt water and fresh water. No, you can have to have one. Either blessing or curses in your mouth. Hallelujah. Cannot be joy and grumpy at the same time. Sunday joy, Monday grumpy. is to have the song, there is no grumpy faces in the Christian life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at Hannah. Her wisdom. She asked something of God. She said, I want a baby. but She asked with the wisdom of God. If you give me, I will give it back to you. God said, take it. That's wisdom. To live a superior life. To live out the plan of God. We have only one life. And to live out the plan of God. Come on. Hallelujah. And God said, you want Samuel? I'll give it to you. Because I know that Samuel will not become like Eli's children. Hallelujah. Samuel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Will be a special child. That will bring my glory down. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. I will intervene with your prayer. And I will give you what you ask. Because it came out of the wisdom of God. Some of our prayers are not answered because we lack wisdom. We have to ask for wisdom, for profit, to live a profitable life, for direction, a superior wisdom. Asking the right thing has the right motive. Want to minister? For ministry for what? Want to save souls for what? Will we bring glory to God? Will we become more sacrificial, more committed? Will His name alone be uttered? Will we spend more time reading the word of God? Like Jyoti said, "When grace comes, you want to read what is in God's word. Who is a fool? I'm just laying a foundation tonight, so that uh, we'll continue it next week. Proverbs 24 and the seventh verse. See, when you are walking in wisdom, sometimes generational answers is not simple, uh, small answers." generational Samuel was a generational answer come on your answer that you receive will bless the generations. oh hallelujah I said Lord I want those type of answers that my answers will just Move from one generation to another generation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It might be financial answer, a business answer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ministry answer. Hallelujah. It will not end with me. It will move into generations. Hallelujah. I pray that kind of wisdom to rise from above you in the name of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit tonight, Lord. I want wisdom for generational answers tonight. Oh, Rabba Kalabah, Sambhuri Adaraman, Sambhara Hallelujah. Proverbs 24 and the 7th verse please.
1: Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate.
0: Amen. Wisdom is too Lofty. lofty for a fool. God does not want. Look at somebody and say God does not want you to be a fool. Amen. It's too lofty for a fool. And then?
1: He does not open his mouth in the gate.
0: He does not open his mouth in the gate. See, a fool is someone who is not willing to do what is needed to arrive to wisdom. It's too lofty for him. It's way beyond his reach. He's not seeking it. He's happy to be a fool. Every day is an April fool for him. Some of us are living in three sixty-five days of April fool. We are fooling ourselves. We are fooling God. We are fooling the pastor. I mean, <laughs> it's too lofty. Wisdom is the principal thing. What are the signs of foolishness? Number one, Proverbs 13 and the 20th verse. Some of it, not lots more, but some of it I, I think I can bring it.
1: He who walks with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed.
0: In the CEV version says, Wise friends make you wise, but you hurt yourself by going around with fools. Your company, when you are going with wrong company, who give wrong ideas, wrong strategies, that takes you out of the will of God, that takes you out of the wisdom of the ancients, the wisdom of the fathers, is taught in the church, when you are walking... With those kind of people. It's going to hurt you. When you are walking in double mindedness. I rebuke it tonight. Some of your minds are setting free from double mindedness to single mindedness. Oh I sense it. Some of you are going to be single minded in your prayer life. Single minded in your choices. Give you glory. Give you honor. Hallelujah. Just because you are late in marriage does not mean that you should, hallelujah, choose a unbeliever. If you are wise friends, you will not be looking at some uh, 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 phone and uh, uh, some emails and uh, you will be sitting in front of this word and we're listening. If you're with some wise friends, they'll call you. Okay, come on, let's watch it together. It's called potluck. I, 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 I want to introduce pot service, <laughs> I Not mean, not word from everywhere. Only from one place. My <laughs> mom. Wise friends make you wise. The quality of the friends that you walk determines, the pastor said. The quality of your friends determines the quality of your life. The quality of your friends determines the quality of your walk with God. There are many people who come out of, you know, refuse to come out of foolishness and to attain the wisdom God has said. Who are you walking your life with? What is the majority of your time? Who's your associates? Many people are, you know, lots that are living a drama. They come for Sunday for the sake of Sunday. Just they've learned over time how to have a religious face, how to talk biblical way, how to have, a, you know, some words from here and there. It's a fake Genuine ones I know. All through the week, they are looking how to win a soul. How to increase their prayer life. How to get up from the places that have fallen. How to be a help to the church. How to be a help to the pastor. How to bring the glory of God in the city of hallelujah. How to win my souls. How to win my parents. How to improve my married life. How can I help somebody to get up? They're not tired, they are eagles. Mother eagles teach young eagles to fly. They're not really taking a they grown up, some of them they learned, teach young believers to fly high. What are we passing on to the next generation? Our frustration, our anger Our Come on, That's foolishness If you are passing down your weaknesses Hallelujah Look at Who a wise said, who is a foolish person 1 Kings chapter 4 and the 32nd verse Number 2
1: He spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs were 1,005. Also he spoke of trees from the cedar trees of Lebanon even to the hyssop that springs out of the wall. He spoke also of animals, of birds, of creeping things and of fish. And men of all nations from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Amen.
0: Look at the wisest man. When he was wise, what did he do? He didn't fail to observe. He didn't fail to learn. He, 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 he had a thousand pro three thousand proverbs. He spoke of the trees. He had knowledge. He was a learner. He, he was willing to learn from what the life teaches. We have eyes that don't see. Proverbs twenty twelve says, a hearing ear and a seeing eye. The Lord gave us both. Many people are not learning from their lives. When somebody hurts us, learn something from it. Hear and understanding. foolish people are very passive. They allow every devil to attack them. They are okay with their attacks. They are okay with unsaid family. They are okay with their sickness. They are okay to be proud. They're okay. Their life is not changed. All that dead. Hallelujah. They're so consumed in themselves. They can't see the plan of God. It's a seeing eye. And a hearing ear. God gave them both. Years have passed by. They're still fighting the same insecurities. Father in the neighbor of Jesus. And through the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, let those kind of. Hallelujah. Year long. Our infirmity to leave our heart and our mind and our soul in the name of the Lord. We need to come out of that foolishness and attain wisdom for that you need to have an observing eyes and ask the Lord to help me to see us. You see, Lord. The situation that you are facing in life, if you are wise, It will give you revelation. Our conditions that we are going through, carry our instructions. You can know if you seek the Lord. You know, when one of the things God told me today, this morning, I mean this evening, He said, the Lord said something direct from the Lord will direct your life. Wisdom is something direct from the Lord and I pray this evening that you will have something direct from the Lord to direct your life hallelujah a wisdom hallelujah that will be direct if you observe there is a direct wisdom whatever that you are going through tonight the Lord is trying to instruct you something about your life it's not for nothing. There's a word. ah, uh, uh, When the five loaves, two fish were broken. Even in that brokenness. Though it multiplied, God said, let nothing be wasted. In your breaking, God said this. I don't want anything to be wasted. I want every part of it to bring something wise. Instructions in your life. Jeremiah 18, God said, Go to the potter's house. Observe. Look what he's doing at the potter's wheel. How he's making a mud vessel, making into a beautiful pot. And while he is trying to do it, and again goes out of shape. And how he takes it again and mud and he's redoing it. Observe it. And, and, and Jeremiah observed it and, and, and the heart look onto it. And while he was looking onto it, God spoke it to him. God instructed him. Go, hallelujah. When you are observing, when you are learning, hallelujah. When you are looking into your life closely, hallelujah. And bring it before the Lord, hallelujah. God will speak to you. He will give you the next instruction, next direction of your life. There are people who see but don't hear. God wants to speak wisdom into your situations. He wants a seeing eye and a hearing ear. Look at Proverbs 24. And the 30th verse. And 30, 30th verse. please.
1: I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was all overgrown with thorns Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone walls was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. I
0: looked on it and received instruction in verse 33 and 34.
1: A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man?
0: Amen. I observed... The one more, the more the man observed. As he observed, God was speaking to him. While he observed, he learned something. While he ob- observed, he understood a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands. Social poverty will come. The more he observed, I pray tonight for your own sake, for your own life, for the for your own generation. Observe, learn, look, see. And ask the Lord, what are you trying to teach me out of it, Lord? Ask the Holy Spirit tonight. Speak with the Holy Ghost. I like what we heard first. She kept on saying, God will speak to you, speak to you, speak to you. Yeah. He'll talk to you. If you observe. If you're learning to Learn. I sometimes learn from my Eliza. From Joseph. From Abraham. You can learn from everyone. I don't have any animals. I learn from somebody else's animal. <laughs> Anything. Even a wind that can blow. I like what pastor said. You can learn things even from a wind. Today, in a half an hour's time, through that traffic block and through many irritating drivers. And with my own irritation, I learned a lot of life, (laughs) a lot of things. Many of us don't learn. We have an all know all attitude. When we are people who are meek and humble, you know, they have a kindergarten attitude. I said, Oh, I want to learn, I want to grow. You know, when you are in kindergarten, you said, Oh, I'm going to be six years, I'm going to be ten years. You know, you want to grow. You don't have that excitement. I don't know what age you are. For the age of 42, I want to grow more. To learn more. Pastor said, you know, in his life, he learned that he should learn from the people above him. People on the same level. And even people who are much, much, much younger than him. In the Lord also. Even in age. In the initial time, he said, he thought, okay, I can learn somebody from above me. And never learns. I don't need to learn somebody. He said, as he grows up, he said, there are many things that you can learn. Wherever you go, you be a learner. You keep your life from trouble. To experience what the life teaches you. There is a saying, people who fail to learn from history, repeat history. Learn to your history. Other people's history should teach you something. If you're not willing, willing to learn from that, you are in trouble. You'll make the same mistakes. People who never learn from the past don't have a future. Every person who does not learn from the past, the pain of the past, the hurt that you go through, You get back into the same place. Benjamin Franklin said, things that hurt, instruct. Maybe you heard from your spouse. Maybe you heard from your relative. Maybe you heard from your people who you love the most. What will you learn from that? What will you learn from that? Oh, Rabakhalas. If you have a headache, if you keep having a headache, What will you learn from that? Maybe it's time to check my BP. (laughs) Maybe the blood pressure is high. I have to reduce eating salt. And to work out. If you keep fighting failures, lowness in life, see whether you have missed out on a father's blessing. Either fathers or not earthly fathers maybe spiritual father have you ever gone knelt down and said I'm sorry for the stupidity that I've done and the foolish things that I spoke I need your blessing in John chapter 5 14 there is something that the Lord said he said if you don't learn from the previous mistakes what does the word says?
1: Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you.
0: Sin no more. If you don't learn from your mistakes, something worse will come. Tonight, may you not be a vessel of something worse. May you be a vessel of wisdom. May you be a vessel of honor. May you be a vessel of profitability. May you be a vessel of direction. A life that is directed by the Holy Spirit. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. The fourth thing to be foolish is not to learn from the past mistakes. That's what I'm, I, I, that I'm talk, talking about. You know, talking about, it's the fourth point. Not learn from your f- past mistakes is foolishness. Yeah.
1: Because of these things, the wrath of God is come upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these things. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who has created him.
0: Since we lived them in the past of anger and wrath and malice and blasphemy and filthy communication and lying to one another. Says that is the past, but now God has given you something new in the image of Christ. He says, Put on the new. Come on, you want a new level? What is wisdom? Hallelujah! Wisdom will never come to someone who is overcrowded and over Life, put off those things, don't go there again because you will lose confidence in God. If you keep doing those old stuff, the filthy stuff, you will lose your confidence in God. You will lose your peace. You will lose your joy. So he's saying, put off that. Put on the new. Hallelujah. Such confidence with God. We can ask, like we ask the father in heaven, like we are asking our daddy. We are approaching a grace throne. We are like little children, trusting God from beginning to end. Just put on the new one, because God can never do something if you are overcrowded, overparting, extreme socialization, no time for themselves tonight, the main problem with today's generation, they don't have no time for themselves. It's a partying generation, going from one party to another, going from one social life to another social life. They don't have time alone with God to seek about their own life. Life is like an autopilot. People are also saying, autopilot. This in land the seventh month the wisdom is in the next six months find time for yourself find time alone with God hallelujah seek what he's trying to tell you seek the voice of direction Learn from the experience that have gone through. Allow the Holy Spirit to open their eyes to the revelation. Oh, that will come through your pains and your hurt. And ask the Lord, Lord, I don't want this mundane life, Lord. I don't want to have a useless, unprofitable life, Lord. I want my life to be useful and meaningful and profitable. Hallelujah. I want generational answers. I want un, un, I want to unleash an anointing that they have never seen before, Lord. Somehow I want to be unique, I want to be special, Lord. I want to be totally whole, totally healed, totally saved. Hallelujah. Remove the spirit of foolishness, Lord. Remove Lord in the name of the Lord. I rebuke that spirit. Oh I pray for deliverance tonight. I pray for healing tonight. I pray that the wrong fights will leave your life tonight. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Other day I was speaking with somebody and said, don't take the wrong battles. Hallelujah. Don't pick the wrong fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Wisdom is fighting the good fight of. Foolishness is fight picking up the wrong battle. Jacob. All his life. He was picking the wrong battles. He was deceiving his father, lying with his... I mean, he spoke lies. With the instruction of the mother, he deceived his brother. Then he came. He's trying to have one wife. He ended up with two. And Father-in-law cheated him. He cheated him. <laughs> He's running away from the will of God. Till he came to Jabok. Pouring out, he poured out. Oh, he's he said, Lord, such a struggle, but I pour out, I pour out. it started in Bethel. When he saw the Bible says the previous name was called the loose. Crooked, the word loose means crooked bone. Crooked board. He he had a crooked bone. It was Bethel but then he had a visitation from God. Sometimes he had a visitation in our Bethel, in the house of God. We had the angels of God answering us but we still picking up the wrong battles. His frame is one of deceivers deceiver. Crooked. Till he came to Jabok. God is wrestling with God. First time in his life, he's picked the right battle. He poured out. A fight that transforms your life is a good battle. A life that changes you from Jacob to Israel is a good battle. Divari kadaka manasam And a life that tells you, you're no longer Jacob, but Israel, it's a right battle. And then he came to Bethel. And the Bible says, El Bethel, a place of revelation. And the Bible says, there God did not speak to Jacob. But the word uses in Genesis 33, I think, God spoke to Israel. Oh, La Balasia. God said, Now I can load you with some Informations that you never had before. Come on. Now I can give you some generational direction. Come on. Now I can give you hallelujah that would be profitable to years to come. Come on. Oh, you pick up the right battle. You get the hallelujah generational information and secrets hall, that was hidden of the ages about your life. God will reveal it hall, at that time. But pick up the right battle. Thomas picked up the right battle. Hallelujah. And he said, Lord, if I touch you, Lord, I don't want to move about with doubting and tell the entire world that Jesus did not rise. If it is you, let me touch, Lord. And God said, Touch. God, touch. My Lord, it's you, my God, my Lord. He received a revelation and information that nobody else got on the lordship of Jesus his my lord is my god he is god he received an information to go hallelujah into the most Oh, most beautiful of the countries to India. God sent him to India. He gave an information to Saint Thomas. Hallelujah. Coming to India and spreading a revival. Come on. the body. God saw our nation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. On the first day of the... Hallelujah. When he resurrected and when he appeared. Hallelujah. Before the 12 disciples, India was in his heart. That's why India will have a revival. Bangalore will have a revival. He will not lack a revival. It was in the How the wisdom of God be before ages. If you're listening to me tonight, that is where you want to aim your life to. That's the right battle to be a spokesman in the nation. Lord picked up the wrong fight. He disconnected from his source. His spiritual father was Abraham. His uncle. He's walked with his uncle. He had everything else. That which he did not have. The partaker. He was a partaker of the blessing of Abraham. But disconnected. Ended up in the most cursed city. You disconnect from your source. It's a wrong fight. Who is sir? Anybody... Let me tell you, anybody who is be you being a partaker of anything that is spreading into your life anything that you become a partaker of somebody never fight with them. Even if it is Eli the prophet Samuel did not fight with them. You know why? He was a backslider because Samuel was receiving something from him. Don't fight with people. Don't speak against them who you are receiving for something. Any correction to people who are above you is rebellion. It's witchcraft. Because they are people God has ordained to use them. If God wants to correct them, God has his own ways. When we're stupid, foolish... Jesus took the right fight. He destroyed the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. God gave him a name that is above every other name. Oh, Sia. Cain took a wrong fight. He fled from the presence of God. Foolish. The daughters of Celopad took a right fight. They received inheritance from the Father. So it's so important that you. The right fight. Find time with God. God will give you the wisdom to know that it's okay. Fighting this battle is profitable. It's an answer-centered battle. It's a generational battle. But there are battles that you are fighting because for your own desires. It's a certain battle of competition. There are people who are maybe competing with pastor. Don't compete with me. I want to see every one of you blessed. There's nothing to compete with. Number five. I hope I'll finish with this. Genesis 24 and the 63rd verse. The Bible says, yeah,
1: And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening and he lifted his eyes and looked and there the camels were coming. Then Rebecca lifted her eyes and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel. For she had said to the servant, who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. Amen.
0: Amen. Isaac was meditating in the field at the age of 40. 40 is a good time to meditate if you are (laughs) 40. hallelujah and he received a future bride some of you in 40s who have not had a bride hallelujah may God bless you with one but how when he was meditating foolishness is meditating the wrong thing he was meditating the word of God he was meditating on the covenant of God he was meditating on hallelujah the wells that Abraham's father dug he was meditating hallelujah on the hallelujah prosperity that he was believing to have it hallelujah he was meditating are you chopping that tree some tree with a dull axe trying to make that business running but with a dull acts, without meditation, without no harm from God. Wisdom will give you that edge. Tonight, a wisdom edge. A wisdom penetration. Come on. Hallelujah. In your hallelujah, businesses, in your future, in your marriage, in your work. Hallelujah. In your interviews. A wisdom edge from the presence of God. In Proverbs twenty-two five says, "Thorns can you read that?
1: Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them.
0: Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who keeps soul, there are people who don't engage their mind. No room for thought. There are always some block." Thorns, snares. They don't engage their mind. Engaging their mind is a good thing. Why? Because Proverbs 18.4 says, Counsel in the heart of the man is like water in a deep well. But a man of understanding draws it out. You have to sit in the presence of God. You have to draw it what God has deposited in your spirit. About your life about your ministry, about your future, about who you should marry, which work you should go. If God is sending, you should draw it out. Is God sending me to that country? Acts chapter 10 verse 19. There's an amazing scripture. Acts chapter
1: 10 verse 19. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking. That's enough. While Peter
0: thought about the vision, the Holy Spirit spoke. While you think about that prophecy, come on. While you think about that word from God, while you think about that promise, while you think about what God said he will do, while you think about those things, hallelujah, God spoke to him. Hallelujah. What are you thinking tonight? Come on. Hallelujah. Give thought. What God showed you, and the Holy Spirit will speak. Some of Holy Spirit will speak tonight if you're going to think about it on your bed before you go to sleep. What was God trying to tell me? Involve the Spirit of God to be a practical way to understand how the Holy Spirit teaches you tonight how to move from point A to B. Where do I start? You have to engage your thinking. How do I receive? That blessing from God. How do I receive that breakthrough? How do I move from to the, this point to the next point? You have to think it before God. How can I see the success in this area? How can I see a breakthrough coming forth? Give it a thought with the Holy Spirit. and let, You give it a thought and allow the Holy Spirit to do the rest. You give it a thought. You bring it before God. There are people who never do what God wants them to do because they have a a failure mindset. They have failed to acquire information. They don't renovate their mentality. Their refusal to learn. And especially in the lives of believers, they don't upgrade or improve in their knowledge. For you to just to help them, you have to tiptoe on their lives and counsel them. Oh Rama, Ram, it's time to change. Don't waste our lives. Hallelujah. Find information. And number six. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5.
1: A wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. A man under- of
0: understanding will attain wise counsel. Don't be unteachable. A foolish man is unteachable. Don't tell me anything, Pastor. I have all figured it out. Some of the people, they fail, they fail, they fail. They don't come to ask you. Neither if they come, you feel like telling anything. Because, I mean... You feel that. My God. They're too big. Too proud. Proverbs 23 and 23rd verse.
1: Buy the truth and do not sell it. Ah. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding.
0: Buy the truth and do not sell it. There's spiritual information, carrier information. Buy it, apply it, learn from it. The raw material of wisdom is knowledge. Learn from people if you don't know it. Go to people who has it. Learn from it. Gather information from people who are above you, below you, senior to you, or the same level. So tonight what to do? Number one, humble yourself. Everybody say humble yourself. If you are too big to learn, you will be too small to lead. Proverbs 14 and the third verse. Proverbs 14 and the third verse tonight.
1: In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them.
0: The mouth of the fool is a rod of pride. The absence of meekness... And will humility will end like a fool. Its mouth is a rod of pride. The lips of the wife shall preserve them, Bible says. Hallelujah. You discern a fool. How? He's a learner. Ask the Lord, Lord, give me a spirit of discernment. I humble myself, Lord, give me a discerning spirit. If you are discerning, you will be a chronic learner. Look at somebody and say, be a chronic learner. Whether about ministry, music, business, real estate, shares. What to study, what not to study. Be a learner. Don't waste your time learning about some degree which has no relevance in the next five years. Management. Apply. Hallelujah. Number three. Take an inventory of your life. And see. I am saying. Discern with wisdom. Someone gives you a cup of coffee. Before you drink it. it Happened to fall from your hand and a dog licked from it, and the dog dies. What do you learn from that? You have to learn to forgive, to bless the one who tried to backstab you, but never have a coffee with him. <laughs> discern with wisdom. Have a discerning heart but also discern with wisdom. And I finish with this. Don't go to places where God's presence is there. Don't speak about your dreams when you don't feel like the presence of God and people who are not happy of where you're going. Joe... Joseph had the right dream, but he spoke about it in a place where God's presence wasn't there. He spoke to people who never want to see any good. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wise men said, don't go back to Herod's palace because the wisdom presence of God is not there. Don't go there. You'll get hurt. So that's the word tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah wisdom for, for profitability hallelujah let's close our eyes in prayer